We're live. Uh oh. Okay. Hey, listen, guys. First of all, let me apologize. We're later than we are normally. That's my fault. Uh, my schedule uh, did not permit me to get on at one today. I had a, an event this morning I had to attend. So, um, so we, we originally planned to be on at two. We're a little ahead of schedule for two, but we're way behind for one, obviously. So, uh, for those of you who've been sitting around for an hour waiting for us, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're here. We're I don't here think now. I don't think there's that many people doing that. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're going to do our program in just a few moments, and I'm going to introduce you to Mike Calvert. Uh, and Mike and I are going to be talking about solar, solar energy here in, in Las Vegas, and he's with uh, Solar Certified Pro. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about there may be some of you out there who, who have solar systems, but you don't have much support because the guy who installed it or the company installed it is long gone, and that may be helpful. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about just doing solar in general, too. We'll talk about we got a whole bunch of topics to talk about with solar. Um, so we'll be talking with Mike about that. Then I'm going to talk a little bit. i got a couple articles I want to talk to you guys about. Um, uh, one was uh, Penske, the, the truck rental company, named Las Vegas the number two top moving destination in the United States. Doesn't surprise me. You know, we're, we're a hot spot. And then I have another article uh, in the RJ. Dave Burns wrote this one. It uh, said, this generation sees home ownership success in Vegas but lags na- nationally. So, you know, we're having some success getting people to buy their own homes, but uh, we're not at the same ratio of the rest of the country, which is disappointing. So we'll talk about that, too. Meanwhile, let's just get started. Let's do this show here. So here we go. We're going to do segment one. <clears throat> We're good on sound. We're good? Okay, good. Thanks, Jasmine. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld of the Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we have over a century of collective real estate experience. I'm a licensed agent here in Nevada. My NRED number is S.00048897. On this program, we're dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. Today, we have a, a nice a, a nice surprise for you guys, a, a new guest on our program, uh, this being uh, Michael Calvert from Solar Certified Pro. Welcome, Michael. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it, Harvey. Oh, glad to have you on. You know, solar is a is a it's an interesting topic here in Southern Nevada because it's it's been a bumpy ride for the first decade or so. Yes. yes uh, <laughs> um, but I, I think what you you bring some solutions that I thought were really rather interesting, and I thought my listeners would really enjoy this. Um, first of all, solar when you when a, when a client uh, buys solar for their house, there's a number of ways they can do it. Let's talk about that first. What are the variety of ways you can acquire a solar system for your home? Sure. Um, obviously, cash. Right, we can buy. I like that. Out, right, cash, cash. is good. Yep. Um, and then nowadays, what's most common is loans, leases, and PPAs. Okay. Purchase, power purchase agreements. So power purchase agreement. Right. Yep. So those are the three most standard ways. Right. No out of pocket costs. No upfront. No installation fees, etc. Which is attractive to people who, you know, want to keep their money in their pocket. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't want to have to pull money out to do it. Nice to be able to just say, okay, I can just say, just let me save money, exactly. not spend any money. Let exactly. me just save money. Right. And do all of the okay? So do all of those methods actually save your save you from money month to month? Or do, are all of them effective? 
That's a really good question. It's kind of a loaded question, and we're talking about it here. Right, <laughs> last summer we were in Austin, and um, the sales pitch and and the perspective that sales reps gave to homeowners was just different. Indeed. But here in Nevada, where we have so much sun, um, it seems like a "we'll save you this much" kind of conversation. So. Can every single one of them save you money day one? Yes, absolutely, right? Whether it's a loan or a lease or a PPA. The only one you're going to wait, you know, 10, 15 years, depending on how, how it was uh, right. written, is a cash deal. Okay. Right? But, yeah, it, it is definitely possible. Okay. So, yeah, it's possible, but not always happens. So, just be careful is what we're trying to suggest. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, there's there's variety of methods you can acquire it. Let's talk about them individually. Let's talk about, first of all, loans. Now, I should tell you right off the bat, I bought a system six years, six or seven years ago, and I financed it, and I was able to get a very nice rate, an incredible rate, uh, and I was able to get the tax credit, which is one of the advantages of, of me owning it versus somebody else owning it. Correct. Right? Um, and so I love that method because my loan payment and, and the electric bill combined is less than my electric bill was before. Sure. So I'm saving money even while I'm paying the loan. And then once the loan's paid off, of course, I'm saving a ton of money. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that's a loan. Yes. The second one you mentioned was a lease. Mm-hmm. So let's describe to people how leases are working today. Let's give them a good idea with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So a lease tends to be used as uh, a way of keeping, you know, debt off their their um, DTI. Right. right. It's also a good way for reps to talk to people who don't have an income. Right. There are people out there that don't necessarily have an income. And if you don't have an income, then that tax credit, which is based on a tax liability, is null and void. Right. So in order to still make a decent commission as the sales rep and still save the homeowner some money, a lease tends to be a good idea. Interesting. I had a discussion right before I got here. Don't I'm careful when I talk to people about the, well, it's not mine. I don't own it. So they'll take care of it. And not as much as you might think, right? Like, <laughs> okay. I've been in a lot of homes where that's just not the case. Yeah, because they're not, they're hoping it produces a reasonable amount, but they, they, they're not careful about the production of your system. Sure. They're not concerned with it as much as you would, yeah. you would be yourself, yeah. obviously. So that makes sense yeah. to me. Um, and, and at least it's come in a variety of packages and programs, and some are good and some are not as good. And uh, I guess I would say, much like, much like anybody buying or selling a home, Every deal is a little bit different. Exactly. Right? Yeah. When they're writing lease contracts, typically what it is is, you know, just to give you a little background, Envy Energy sells you little cubes or kilowatt hours of energy, right? And they're selling you those at certain prices. Right now it's roughly 16 cents. Mm -hmm. A year and a half ago it was 11 cents, right? So Mm -hmm. you're purchasing those little cubes of energy from Envy Energy. And a lease comes in and says, well, we're going to do the same thing or you're going to buy based at a price for those little cubes as well right but it's going to be 11 instead of 16 or 12 instead of 16 in every year and not every lease like you said is done the right done the same way right some have those annual escalators where it right. goes up by 2.5 or 1.9 percent or something right. like that right um so whenever i look over a contract for an agent it's always okay where did we start at where are we at what was the escalator mm-hmm. and then we look at the equipment and stuff like that so lease to lease a little bit different but that's essentially how the leases work as well as the PPAs. And the PPA is a similar situation. The difference with the PPA is you're basically just, in, instead of paying a lease for the equipment and then getting the benefit of that, you're actually just buying power from whoever, whoever put that on your roof, exactly. essentially. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so a power, uh, power purchase agreement, the, the, some of the things from a real estate perspective, uh, as an agent, and you mentioned the word agent, because what, one of the things you do, the services you offer, is to our clients in terms of transitioning these, these systems. Correct. Right. 
So when we when we transition the system, you're going to help us by jumping in and first let's figure out the contract. What do right. we got here? Right. How does it work? What's the benefits of it? What are the downfalls of it? What you know? What are we selling here? Because we're selling this too, along with the house. Absolutely. It's very important for us to have an understanding of what we're providing to the buyer when they're when we're selling it, and it's important important for the buyer to understand what they're getting. Right. Obviously. So so that's one of the services you provide. And so in doing so, we talk about the differences between these when it comes to real estate. When it comes to um, PPA versus lease, the big difference in my mind as a guy who's helping people buy and sell homes is the PPA is considered a utility bill, and lenders like that in terms of just, you know, I don't have to worry about that. That's a utility bill. It's not right. part of my equation. Mm-hmm. But as a lease, now they got to add that payment into your expenses and subtract it from your income and so forth. So there's an adjustment made. Right. Question for you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that lender dependent? Mm. The idea that that's a utility rather than a, I think it's I think it's higher than lender. I okay. think it goes to to Fannie and Freddie, okay, and even FHA. I think those guys have that rule in place, whereby they're saying, look, guys, if if you have an additional now, which I don't think makes a lot of sense, honestly. I mean, the idea you're paying at least is reducing, hopefully, reducing your energy bill significantly enough so it would be less overall. Sure. But what's happening is, is for whatever reason, that's what they're doing. And also, there's issues with appraisals and sources. Yeah. So we can talk about that at some point as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's another issue altogether. Yeah. Um, but there are, oh, look, there's lots, there's lots, there was a time here when solar was very hot, then it cooled off dramatically when right. the state changed the rules and mm-hmm. all that. Yep. But what's going on with that right now? What's happening in solar right now? Well, as far as the legislation goes, um, I, I, and again, a lot of, uh, a lot of this is, up for discussion sometimes, right? But right. they they essentially came in when Solar City was here and shut off the net metering, and that put a lot of people and a lot of installers and a lot of businesses, not just homeowners, in a very uh, in a very tough situation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Solar got a real bad rap in Las Vegas, and like you said, it's it's come back a long way, and since then, financial institutions have got involved and made zero zero out of pocket cost, you know, right. no upfront, etc. Right. And so it's got hot again. Yeah. When you're dealing with a lease or a loan, you have what's called net metering, right? Right. So anything that your system overproduces in months or at times where you don't need as much, those are stocked as credits for you at a time when you do need more, right? right? To the tune currently, tier four, to the tune of 75%. Okay. Some people in the early days got 95, 80 something, something like, yeah, yeah, yourself, (laughs) (laughs) right? Yes. Um, And that's still going. Yeah. But that is is the program currently. Okay. And, and and ultimately, look, look I, I don't want people to be afraid of solar. That's the thing. I, I want to get that across. Now, be be scrutinous. Be careful. Understand what it is you're doing. But don't be afraid of it. I mean, some people are like, I don't want solar. It's confusing. You know, no, it's going to save you money, ultimately. Right. Yeah. I believe from in, in 99% of the plans out there, they're going to save you money. So don't be afraid of it. That's the one thing I wanted to get across and talking with you today, Mike, is I want my listeners to understand, and look, solar is not a bad thing. For those of you who are worried about it, don't worry about it. Um, but make sure you're scrutinous about yeah. it. Now, now, um, can I make a comment on that? Let's save that comment for yeah. after the break. No we're going to run a couple quick commercials, and we're going to talk more with Mike about solar systems and buying or leasing or doing a PPA or whatever it is you want to do. We'll talk about more of that when we come back. We'll be back in just a moment. Good. Very good. Cool. Yep. <clears throat> you know, I want to... Um, I want to mention uh, now you guys sell systems too, right? Okay, so I want to, we're going to talk a little bit about the idea that 
that I want them to make sure that they vet the people they're buying from. And, and that's what the comment I was going to make. Good, yeah, okay. Because I have a real-time example that I'm dealing with right now. Good, let's do that. Let's do that. <clears throat> I love, love stories. This yeah. is the best thing on the show, yeah. stories. All right, here we go. Right into segment two. <clears throat> Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702 702- Two zero three one one six five. As you're listening to the program, you listen to Mike uh, Calvert here from uh, Solar Certified Pro talk about solar systems, and you're thinking, "Gee, I'd like to talk to this guy about my home and my solar system, or I'd like to get a solar system and talk to him about that." Text text uh, Mike to my numbers. Text Mike to seven zero two two zero three one one six five. I'll put you in touch with him, and he'll talk with you, and he will charge our listeners exactly. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Beautiful. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> a special deal just for our listeners, guys. We got great deals. <laughs> <laughs> um, before the break, Mike, we were talking briefly about the idea that I don't want people to be afraid of solar. I want them to, to, to not necessarily, I mean, it's not for everybody, but I want them to at least be, be uh, mindful of it and, ex- and at least explore and investigate and decide right. whether it's right. Yeah. So um, what should people do when they're thinking about solar? What's the courses they should follow? Yeah. And tell me, tell me how that works. Sure. So the first thing I would say is, in order to be educated, right, you have to understand, to understand it, you have to understand that it's different than any other industry, right? So in real estate, you, you can't represent a home that someone else, like, after you represents and have a completely different price point, right? right? Harvey was selling it for 400000 and this guy's selling it for 500000 but the only thing that changed was nothing, right? Right. So, but that's not how it works in solar. So real-time example here, um, I'm working with <coughs> an agent, mm-hmm. just like you said, mm-hmm. is interested in getting solar on his house. Has me come to the office, we meet, we talk. Um, I do a proposal for him. We talk about all the things that he had questions about, et cetera. And he's like, well, I have one more meeting tonight with another company, I'd like to do that. And I said, you absolutely should, right? Yeah. Get a second opinion. Um, his solar bill, like a lot of homeowners, has equal pay, right? His equal pay is $315. Okay. But I always call MB Energy anyways, because they will tell you what the average was. Even if they're on equal pay, there's still an average payment based okay. on the energy consumption. Okay. So his energy consumption was, or his average monthly payment was two thirty three. Oh, right. So if I was a solar company that just took the bill and said, oh, three fifteen, that's the number we have to beat. Right. Right. And I don't know any better as a homeowner. I'm probably going to, yeah, I'm probably going to take that $300, you know, $15 off. Or right. I'm going to take that 295 Right. So I call Envy Energy. I find out what the actual cost is. I build a prop on that. And I say, just so you know, when you meet tonight, if he doesn't do what I did, it's possible he'll try to beat the three fifteen instead of you know what it actually is right so interesting he sends me over to yesterday the proposals he says this is what they come up with i'm so confused it's it's <laughs> night and day yeah not apples to apples no clearly yeah okay sends me the proposals he had one for just his house as it is and uh-huh. then he had one because he might get an electric vehicle mm-hmm. okay company a right is a hundred thousand dollars with the electric vehicle mm-hmm. next to mine which is 60 okay okay same exact production same exact little cubes of energy that these systems are supposed to be producing. No EV vehicle. Company A, eighty-one thousand. Mine is forty-five. Right. So, <laughs> oh so God. why? Right. Because at the end of the day, it's just energy. It's just right. energy. We just want it to produce. And right. yes, equipment matters and stuff like that. Right. But these props were were nearly identical. Right. right. They had four hundred watts. We had four forty. Whatever. Right. Anyways. Right. But the production was exactly the same. And uh, I called him and I said, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, this is the unfortunate part about my industry, right? Right. If you look at the price of this system per watt, 
Mm-hmm. Right? He's selling that to you at $5.25. Mine is at $3.50. Some of that has to do with the fact that I don't have setters who are knocking doors. I don't have closers who go in and close. I don't have managers who manage those people, right? There's no right. layers. Right. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to bash on that necessarily, but I'm just saying, like you're saying, no, be bash educated. on it. No, let's educated. bash on it. Let's do it. You know, tr- the, you ever see the movie Ten Men? You ever see this movie? I did not. Oh, you got to look at this movie. Okay. Okay. Back in the 60s, you know, and this is back east. I'm from back east. Everybody knows that. I listen to the show. Uh, guys used to go knocking door to door selling aluminum siding. Mm-hmm. They, that are tin siding, you know, tin men. And it was unregulated, and these guys were notoriously just awful to people, just totally ripping them off. I mean, just, I mean, blatant stuff. And they had all kinds of scams and schemes, and they would play little games with people. Oh, and your neighbor's doing this, and he's doing, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's what's happening a lot in the solar business right now. It's unfortunate, but that's what's happening. Because like you said before, it's not regulated. Like my business highly regulated. Highly regulated. Right. Um, Yeah. And I think that that's that's something to point out as well. It's kind of like, well, what is happening? Is there going to be regulation, right? Are we going to see some legislation? We hope so. Mm -hmm. We have submitted for just a few things to be looked at, right? We're not trying to shake the whole tree, but... A license would be great. Yeah. Right? If a closer's in a house and they're going to sell a solar system, let's hold them accountable a little bit. Just a little bit. Indeed. Right? Yeah. At least if they do it unethically, we should be able to report that that happened. Yep. Um, so we're very, very for that. Um, but yeah, coming back to it, a lot of it, and I, I don't like to just trash agents who necessarily go in and sell at $5.25 or something like that. A lot of it is that there's no there's no requirement for education to entry. Right. Right? They do not need education. They don't have to go through a course, et cetera. SunPower. Right. SunPower has one. Okay. It's, it's relatively basic, but they're trying. Right. Um, if you say, yeah, they'll. if you're a nice, charismatic person, you're a closer. If you're kind of a grunt worker, you're a knocker. Right. Right? And so- right. Gotcha. It might not be his fault that he didn't know he was going yeah. up against a sixty thousand dollar prop, and his is a hundred. There right. it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's there's room for education in solar too because it's not going away. Right. It is very popular with the energy rates going up the way they are. Right. But it should be it should be more you know across the board. One of the things you said, and let's talk about let's talk about the consumers just a second, and 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 how they should be shopping, the things they should be looking for. You mentioned one thing before that escalator clause. I want to make sure we talk to people about that because if you set up a lease for yourself. And the payment's going to be, say, $275 a month or whatever it is, uh, $200 a month. And, and that payment ends up being a little bit lower than what your electric bill was over time. Uh, you're, you're still going to get an electric bill, by the way, small, yeah. Yeah. you know, under under 20 bucks usually, depending yeah. upon how much you use. But the other thing I wanted to mention was is that there is a limit to how much solar they allow you to put on your home. You, they will not let you turn your home into an electrical plant. They don't, they don't do that. Correct. They really limit it to your maximum you need right right is yeah. that right yeah they, they can uh and it can change from here from every now and then but from what i understand as much as i understand as of recently 115 mm-hmm. percent is what you okay. can get back is okay. what you can get by without an approval okay but you can submit an approval saying you know customers buying an ev right so that's going to be four thousand kilowatt hours roughly more okay than what we show over the last 12 it, months okay so it's really a reflection of what you've used over the last 12 months it's it's almost always a reflection over what you of what you used over the last 12 months and if you want to put on seven more panels which is a, a significantly larger offset right uh, you're going to have to prove why okay. why is that justified okay yeah so so once you have a system and then you buy an ev later can you add panels is that something you could do yes you can depending okay. on the system right right and and that's that we're getting in the weeds a little bit but no i know and i'm, and I'm part of it's personal questions but they, i just yeah. i'm curious about because i i wanted people to understand that when they give you these proposals they can't just say a random amount of 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 wattage it's got to right. be 
basically what you need. Exactly. Uh, and it can't just be, okay, let's we'll sell you 10,000 yeah. versus 5,000 or whatever. It can't yeah. be like that. Okay. Um, okay. So, so we talked about uh, that. Now, so these guys are out there. They're knocking doors. They're making phone calls. I get calls all the time. <laughs> um, I walk in, you walk into um, uh, Sam's Club or you walk into Costco and the solar guy's right there in front. Right, Carly. They're right there, right? Yeah. So, they, so they're so it is everywhere. But yeah. so, so I guess the, the the takeaway that I want people to get in hearing this from you and hearing it from me is, guys, look, don't don't just fall for the first sales pitch. First sure. of all, shop. Yes, by all means, shop. Yep. Because ideally, there'll be someone in that group who's going to give you a good, honest bid, and it's going to be something that's going to save you money. Right. So these salespeople are not concerned with saving you money. Right. They're not. I, I hate to say it. They're really not. Uh, or at least some of them are. Right. Some are, of course. Um, all right. So I think I think something on that note is please. There are some larger companies in our industry, right? Sunrun, Ion, companies like that, and you want to know that a company is going to be around a long time because one of the things that we run into as agents is, like you said, installers out of business. What do we do? Yeah, the workmanship warranty might be gone, et cetera, et cetera. So right. Um, I think that looking at what the company's purpose is. Right. What's the mission? Are you in it to save it? Or are you in it to build it and sell it? Right. 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 So for us with Solar Certified Pro, I really thought I'm going to build something. I'm going to sell it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. that seems like the entrepreneur mindset. And then and then I listened to um, Warren Buffett talk, and he was like, "I never built anything just to build it to sell it." Right. And it changed my mind. He doesn't sell anything. Right. It changed my mind. It's like you know what? I love this. I yeah. love helping. And if I can make a living out of it, that's great. And that's those are the types of companies. Those are the types of mindsets. If you find people who run after money then you you you're maybe not doing yourself a service having said that i gotta say i'm glad you're in this business mike yeah. uh so we, the, the business needs people like yourself hey guys we're coming up on the bottom of the hour we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back we got more to talk to mike about and maybe eventually i'll get to some real estate as well but we'll get back to you in just a moment yeah. i feel like there's so much to this there is i mean there's so much to it's it. scary it puts me on a hot seat. <laughs> well, people are going to call and be like, he was wrong. He was wrong. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about, now we'll talk about the concierge service, the, sure. the relationship with the, with realtors and, and, and transferability. I want to talk more about that. Yeah. Because um, that's something I think we can easily sell. And I think that there's, you know, it's funny. There's sellers out there that we talk to who have no idea what they've got. I know. They don't know. I know. Or, I don't know. I send them money. I don't know. Yeah. What I, ML, I have an MLS listing. He got himself in trouble because it was like paid for free. Well, that's what tells, that's what tells, Tesla sold him. Yeah, it was the contract. Yeah. He didn't own it, and so he was representing it as though it's your solar system. Mm. It's like no, you just don't have a contract payment. Oh but when the contract's up, it's theirs. Oh my, they'll, they'll want it. <laughs> and the way our contract's written, uh, that buyer true. gets the system. I know the seller has to make good. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. real. That's rough. That's that agent had to write a big check probably. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Okay, so, all right, we'll talk more about the transferability and how your concierge service works. Do you want to talk about uh, service as well, taking on service? Um, let's we, hold off on that. Yeah, fair enough. We can make a comment about just make sure you got a good person. Yep, there you go. Fair enough. <clears throat> Here we go, segment three. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702 702- Two zero three one one six five again. That's seven zero two two zero three one one six five. With me now in studio, I have Michael Calvert from Solar Certified Pro. Mike, before the break, we were talking about the idea of people buying systems. I want to talk about transferring systems a little bit because this is where you and I kind of met each other, and we're talking about the idea of you supporting agents and their clients in transferring systems. And I made a comment to you during the break. 
I've we've run into sellers and and guys, you're not going to believe this. We run into sellers who have no idea have no idea what they've got. They right. yeah, I got a system. I, I send money somewhere. I don't know. You know, it, it just happens. Yeah. They know they know they're saving money, but they're not sure how or why it works. So one of the things you do is help clarify that, right? Correct. So you'll dig into the contract first. Yes. Yeah. And then along with that, the concern might be service, excuse me, and or warranty. Yeah. How does that work? Tell me how that works. Yeah. So the concierge service that we came up with was just a, a flexible brainchild of educating agents so they stopped avoiding listings that have solar or, <laughs> you know, running into, like you're saying, deal breakers. Right. So what we do is uh, an agent, seller, buyer, doesn't matter, calls and says, hey, we're, we're going into contract. Um, we want you to handle the transfer or, or talk to us about the transfer. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll want the as many contracts as possible, right? Because a lot of times I get the financial one, but I don't get the installation one. So as many contracts as possible, send them over. I want to read through them. I want to look at them and make sure we know what we're dealing with. That will tell me who it was. Are they still in business, et cetera? And that kind of opens the door to what might the buyer want to be aware of as far as what they're missing. Right. Um, and then we can help get the process started. So we've gone ahead and, and laid out the process with every single lender. Mm-hmm. So my team, as soon as, you know, agent A calls and says, we got a listing, et cetera, get the contracts. It's with this bank. Okay. Well, we have a whole process for that. So. We'll start the process and we'll walk you straight through it. Nice. Seller and buyer benefit. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the concierge service. And, and a lot of why we're doing that, because anybody listening to this right now, real estate agents, you've done this. You, you have, you've already done this. You've sold homes. It's yeah. got solar. And whether it was a nightmare or not, you did it. Yeah. But a lot of the things that get left in the cracks are, well, what about the warranties? Right. Yeah. And if it's an all-in-one company like a Sunrun or an Ion or something like that, those just, those will transfer automatically. Right. Right. So there's a little bit easier. But like I tell all my agents, roughly 70% of the business is built on these people sell contracts and then they give them to installers who they're not affiliated with besides just getting paid. And then these people warranty them. Yeah. Right. And so that's a lot of moving pieces for it. Yep. And those are those are where they fall out and those are where the gaps come in. So that's that's kind of why we're trying to help out with warranties where installers are out of business. Right. We'll help you. Good. Right. Stuff like that. Pigeon guard, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. Yeah, because there there are there's so many elements to this, and and like and I like the way you separate the idea of service and warranty because it, it could be you know the the manufacturer might be warranting the product is on your roof, but then the installation and other things might be so, something completely different. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um. And 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 the other thing about it is that I've come to learn is, is that it's it's so dynamic. The the systems continually improve. I yeah. mean, dramatically improve. Yeah. Um. Even in the last few years. Right. And so you might. You might find that uh, a house today is going to need less number of panels because they're producing so much more than a house might have needed back seven years ago or whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, so when you're doing this, you're going to look at the. Uh, uh, do you do like a cost benefit analysis for the buyer to say, okay, here's what I think it would, you know, here's what NV Energy might be based on the usage, and here's what you're going to actually have to pay. During the concierge service, you yeah, said? Yeah. Uh, it just depends, right? So we had an agent the other day, the buyer was very, very skeptical, just didn't know. And I said, put him on the phone with me, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I had looked at the contract and I knew that it was a good one, mm-hmm. comparatively. Right. right. And right. I just walked the buyer through and I said, look, if you don't get this and you get a home without it, you're going to pay 16 cents for a little cube of energy. Mm-hmm. If you do do this, even if it doesn't give you every amount of energy that you need, it's still 11 cents, yeah. right? So we're very willing to help comfort the buyer right 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 and protect the buyer so yeah. um seller too right there's a lot of stuff like i was telling you before we got back on mls rep- misrepresentations and not not malicious just, no no, no accidental yeah. yeah they don't understand what they have like you right. said sometimes i've dealt with sellers who don't know and then the agent doesn't do enough diligence to discover what's really there 
and they're selling something. Now, we have to be careful. Here's the thing that I've, you know, my team knows this, and we've talked about this all the time. Whenever we take on a home with a solar system, or we, or even like a soft water system, or an alarm system, anything that might be leased, we're going to clarify that. We're going to get clarity on that. Yeah. Because the way our contracts are written, um, it says that the seller is providing these things to the buyer free of lien. Yeah. And if and if you've got a solar lease, that's not free of lien. Right. But if you promise it free of lien, that means you've got to clear the lien, which means as a seller, you sold a lease system and sold it as owned. You got to buy off that system. Exactly. That's part of your. You, you just agreed to pay exactly. for the entire system. It's it's semantics, right? It's just it words. is. It's, it's yeah. Oh, it's free and clear. Well, like I told you, that could be in the contract, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean the ownership. And you're right. That will come back to bite sellers in the butt if they don't understand that. So. Yeah. So so guys, be careful. I mean, look in the transition of these things, just be very very careful. Be cautious and careful. And maybe you need maybe you need to have Mike help you with your transition. If you're a buyer or seller out there, if you're an agent, by all means, get Mike involved. He'll help you. He'll help make sure that things are smooth. Uh, he'll help make sure that you're doing the right things. Uh, the, the the board just came out with a new addendum, and I think we we just gave you a copy today so you could yeah. review that. But the um, the the new addendum helps to identify, helps yeah. to clarify. Yeah, and we'll be talking about those in our CE courses <coughs> that we do, which we do one here every, oh, yeah. every right. month for Berkshire. Oh, nice. You yep. do a CE course for us, us agents to learn more about how to handle yep. solar systems. Three-hour general CE course. Nice. Yep. Good. I mean, we need to know. I mean, yeah. You know, not that long ago, we didn't have to think about solar. But yeah. then again, we, there was a lot of things we didn't have to think about <laughs> ago. But solar is a big deal now. Absolutely. Um, and I'd say, look, like you said, you made a comment before about how here we are in a, in a valley that gets a lot of sunshine. You know, I don't know why everybody doesn't have it. Honestly, at this point, I, I would think that everybody would at least be thinking about it. And I know in other states, it's handled completely differently. Yeah. Like, I learned um, when we flew to – my wife and I went to Hawaii two years ago. And when you go there, that, that state treats solar systems like part of the electrical grid. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the people don't own it. Yeah. Nobody owns their own solar system there. It's all part of the grid. And so it's an interesting concept. But it's smart for Hawaii because Hawaii right. doesn't want to be pumped, sending a lot of oil in. They, yeah. don't want to, they don't want to have to do that. We're a very unique market. We We're are. A monopoly, yeah. right? So yeah. Envy is the only one. Yep. And um, we have a ton of sunshine. Yep. So that's why there's so many solar companies. And that's why you should I – mean, and look, there's a lot of solar companies for that reason – and there's some some that are le- uh, less scrupulous than others, but there's always there's a reason for it because it's it's actually a good idea, guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell everybody they should be getting a solar system, but I, well, I kind of just did the, do that tonight. <laughs> kind of, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But I, here's what I'm going to say: is at least look at look into it. You might find, like Mike. You were talking early in the program about the idea that people can get in without spending a nickel. Yeah. They don't have to write a check for anything, and they can have solar on their system and save on their monthly electric bill. Yeah, and be careful, right? If, if right. you're listening, your phone's listening, uh, you're going to get a bunch of ads, right? And it's yeah. going to say, no-cost solar, don't get solar. If you live in these 11 states, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. it, it's just call someone that you can trust. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, it is no cost, but it – okay, there is no upfront cost, right. but it absolutely costs. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not – these guys aren't doing it because they're magnanimous. They're not giving you a gift. This is not free. They're, this is for profit. This exactly. is a profit industry. Exactly. No, without doubt. Okay. So uh, have, having said all that, uh, you know, I, I, first of all, uh, so if you're transferring solar, if you're a seller or a buyer, you might want to enlist the services of Solar Certified Pro to help you through that process to make sure you're getting what you think you're getting. And also to make sure that support down the line is going to be there for you. Yeah. That's the, that's one of the key elements of this because, you know, the people who installed my system, they're long gone. Right. You know, so I, I look for support through a variety of means. And, 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 and in doing so, you discover that there's people out there who 
who are selling a bunch of malarkey on the support too. They right. are. They're not. They're not giving you what they promise. So it's important to understand and know what you're dealing with, just like anything else you do, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Right. right? Um, okay. So uh, we got to talk about lacrosse at least for a moment, <laughs> Mike, Let's do because, it. because Mike wrote lacrosse. He's, he 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 played lacrosse at Utah. Oh, yeah. And Carly wants to know about country dancing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you know we're gonna have a big country night for Berkshire. <laughs> we'll yeah. go out to Stoney's and make it. happen. Oh yeah, I'm all over that, right, Carly? <laughs> Yeah, Carly's laughing. Yeah, you grew up playing lacrosse. Uh, lacrosse, but not not country dancing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the same. Yeah, Harvey. when you grow up in Baltimore, guys, when you grow up in Baltimore, you play lacrosse. That's what you do. I mean, everybody in Baltimore plays lacrosse. It's an important thing. You know, it's a part. It's part of our culture back there. Um, but you played at Utah. I did. I grew up in Utah. I played for the University of Utah. Nice. And, um, yeah, it's it's a wonderful sport. It's small, small, big, small, big community. Yeah. You know, right? So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. It's you know. And, and, like, I think it's a tight-knit community. You know, it always was. I mean, everybody plays it, loves it, you know, yeah. and you just love to talk to sto- tell the stories about, like, the games. Right. Um, and, and if you watch it, I'll tell you what, the, the tournament's probably starting right it's about now. up, yeah. And uh, should we come pay time now? Memorial Day is always our championship, yep. so, so we, are, we are in first round this week. Yep, this month. So here yeah. we go. So, uh, Mike, first of all, thanks. Thanks so much. Hey, guys, Absolutely. we got one Thank more you. segment we're going to do. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. We're actually talking a little bit of real estate, so stay tuned. <laughs> Stick around. You can you can chime in and ask okay. questions yeah, for, yeah, yeah. on behalf of them. We'll I'd love to. Real estate here. <clears throat> but that was good. Very, very good. Just so much to cover with that. I know. There really is. So is there a fee for that when you involve the buyer and seller when you review the contract? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he has a fee structure. Yeah. Gotcha. It's but low. It's, but I could imagine so many buyers get into it and they have no idea what they just bought. Money, money well spent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why. It's not that expensive. I thought it was No, hurt. it's 150 We'll transfer all the paperwork. I would figure more. We're going to get popular, and then we're going to really break you over the coals. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Segment four, guys. Here we go. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. One one six five. With me now in studio, we have Mike Calvert here. Uh, Mike and I have been talking about solar. Mike, I want to talk a little bit about real estate because that's you know that's kind of the title of the show. So I figured <laughs> I better talk a little bit about real estate. Absolutely. Um, I found a couple things for you guys this week, and it was interesting. Um, you know, if you listen to the show at any at any point, you know I'm I'm still very bullish on our market. I'm very excited about Las Vegas real estate. Um, but I found uh, uh, an article, um, uh, and this was uh, this is the rankings put out by uh, Penske Truck Rental. And it was announced uh, just recently that Las Vegas is the number two destination in the United States for truck rentals, for move, people moving, number two behind Houston, Texas. You know, Houston's nice, but, they, you know, they get storms and stuff. I don't know why you want to go to Houston, but all right, that's fine. Third was Orlando, which was I thought was kind of, kind of interesting, and fourth was Phoenix. Um, and Atlanta made the top five, which I thought was kind of interesting. But the, the good news is, is Vegas is number two. Not a surprise to me. Um, we've seen the population continue to grow here. We see more people coming than leaving for sure. And we pull stats periodically from the Department of Motor Vehicles. That's the best way for us to track it, just basically licenses coming in and going out. We can determine what kind of uh, population growth. That's how most people determine it. And it's strong. We're, we're, we're seeing more and more growth uh, again. And so what does that mean? It means that going into that, we had a bit of a housing shortage it's just going to get tougher, guys. I mean, for both buyers and renters, it's going to get tougher. So 
if you're out there and you're thinking about being a buyer and you're waiting for something to happen to soften the market on your in your behalf, I'm I'm worried for you. I think you should, you know, look, you've heard me say this before. If you can afford the house and you, and the house is right, buy it. Just, you know, as long as you can afford it and it's right, buy it. Don't wait for the market to come around for you because if you do that, you're just losing money. Um, particularly, you know, if you're a renter out there, I, you need to be buying, guys. I'm just, I'm not, I, I can't harp on that enough. Um, that's that's the one thing I wanted to say. Now, I found another article I thought was kind of interesting in the RJ by Dave Burns, um, and and the uh, headline on this one um, is "This Generation Sees Home Ownership Success in Las Vegas but Lags Nationally." What in the article he goes on to talk about how here in Las Vegas. Um, we have a nice ratio of home ownership, but we're, we're way behind the nation. The home ownership rate in Las Vegas is 42%, nine points below the national average of 51.5. So less than half the homes here are, ho- are owner-occupied. Harvey, do you know what that stat was maybe a year ago by chance? A year ago, it would have it would likely have been a little bit worse. Really? I think it's gotten better in the last year because okay. I think more homeowners are buying right now because it's not, it's not as attractive right now to investors as it was then. And prices a year ago, remember, the inventory was tiny. Right. It, was, it was crazy time, and prices were firing up. Now they've, they prices have stabilized now. We've seen three months consistently of flat uh, median price this month i suspect we're going to see a slight increase uh, so it stopped dropping so i think that's what we're going to see and i think we're going to see that going forward we're going to see a slight increase going forward i guess i'm curious because i mean I, you know as a homeowner right yeah. not a real estate agent don't know right enough about it but um are they turning the market into a rental market i guess is my question right with so many hedge funds coming in and buying and and you know i hear all the skeptics and the right, conspiracies right. and etc just like any homeowner like yeah. is that potentially no well look i think that um it's the one of the objectives of the show is to see that that not doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I can honestly say that I think that um, in in the i buyers were a problem uh, for a while. They're kind of dissipating now. Okay. They're, they're actually disappearing more or less. It's good to know as a home buyer. <laughs> right, right. So they're they're kind of going away because they their their model just doesn't work. Um, but most of the institutional buyers are no longer loading up anymore. I mean, they're not seeing the same lower numbers that they saw before. When prices went up, they be, it became a little less attractive to them. Um, the important thing is this, is, is I think, and historically this bears out, and it will continue to bear out. Uh, home ownership is the single most important part of personal financial growth. It is, it is I mean, for, for most of us, it's by far the biggest investment we have. And it's something that should grow over time. If you're going to, everyone needs to live somewhere. And if you're living somewhere and you're paying rent, you're paying someone else's mortgage. Pay your own mortgage. Build wealth by two by, by two factors. One by reducing the principal over time, and increasing the value also. So it's a double whammy in your favor, and that's where you want to be. That that's the important part of home ownership. So your questions are valid. And, and, and as an existing homeowner, I'm very excited. Yeah. You know, I'm very happy where we are right now. I'm not. There's you know, look, I, 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 my crystal ball is not a whole lot better than anybody else's, but I can tell you we're not seeing any kind of crash. We're not yeah. seeing any indication of a crash, anything of that nature. I think I think we may be at the bottom right now, and we may be seeing ourselves bounce back a little bit and come back, and prices will start to increase a bit. Uh, interest rates have a big effect on that, obviously. Right. But I think that we're going to see them. The, all projections say the interest rates are at least stable and maybe even slip a little bit over the next few months and into, well into the year. So yeah. ideally, we'll see that continue to happen. Um the important thing I want to mention is is that because Las Vegas lags behind other 
other cities around the nation in terms of ratio of homeowners to to not non owner occupied is 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 a, a result of a couple of things. Number one, we're we're a fairly transient city. I mean, when you move here, I would not encourage you to buy a home here if you're only going to be here for a year. That's 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 not smart. That's not financially smart. That's the one instance where I tell you, yeah, don't buy a home rent. Um, and I'd even tell you when you first move here, if you're not 100% certain you're going to be here for a while, you might want to rent just to get the lay of the land, just to learn maybe this is the place I want to be or not. That's what um, my wife and I did when we first came out here. Um, but if you know you're going to be here for a while, tr- you buy as soon as you can yeah. be- because it's only going to get tougher over time in terms of pricing. I don't think that we're going to see uh, 3% interest rates and in mortgages again in our lifetime unless, God forbid, there's another pandemic. Um, so I think you got to get used to the idea. You're going to see four, five, six, seven. That's where it's going to be. And that, and traditionally the median mortgage rate over time is around 6%. That's, that's, that's a good rate over time. We've been spoiled the last 10 years, you know, uh, with lower rates, but that's where we are. Um, okay. So in the article, they, they, they go on to talk about that. They go on to talk about other markets where they have much higher uh, rates. Uh, and they got their data from Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. And what they're saying is, is that in order for us to get to a point where we can get to a higher ratio, we need more affordable housing. I don't disagree with that. I mean, entry-level housing in Vegas is tough to get. Yeah. You have to kind of settle for a condo or a townhome if you want to get in at a price point that you can afford uh, based on our median income. Yeah. Well, I'm looking right now. Are so, you? Yeah. And right. I agree. I couldn't agree more. It's hard, right? Yeah. It's hard. That, but here's the good news, Mike. That first one's the toughest one. Yeah. After you get that one done... You don't have to write checks anymore to buy houses. Right. That's the cool thing. You take the equity out of that house and then move it into a bigger house later, you're not writing a check. Right. It's just, it's just moving money from one house to another and you're paying, you're, you know, they're taking money out of your proceeds. Yeah, it costs money, but you're not writing a check because sure. you, you've got that, you've built that wealth within the home. So the next one becomes that much easier. And the hardest step is that first one. And this is the thing we harp on here is try to do that as soon as you can. Yeah. The sooner you do it, the better off you're going to be. Just like, just like retirement. Start saving for retirement. Sooner you do it, the better off you're going to be. Um, I'm, I'm going to start saving sometime soon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, I got to start thinking about that soon. I have one more question for you, but I don't want to take you no, off track. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. Homeowner, home buyer, skeptic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, 2008 was obviously insane, right? Mm-hmm. But are we seeing crafty lending practices start to come back? Oh, and I, could we be repeating the past a little bit? Hopefully, definitely not the same. But right. again, as someone who sits in your guys' meetings and listens and always, you always have that sponsor who's one of the lenders and they're talking about all the spiffs and everything. And That's a great question. You know, um, I talk about this quite a bit and I am thrilled to tell you that no, not in Nevada. Matter there's a law that says lenders must thoroughly vet the buyer before they can even consider giving them a loan. It's good to know. And that's the one thing. You are going to see variable rate mortgages. Um, but again, they have to afford it, and and, and but you're not going to see as these zero down uh, stated income, stated asset loans. That's not happening. Yeah. That's what really killed us. That was the one that was like, oh yeah, I make I make a million money. Where do I sign? You know, a million dollars a week. Where do I sign? I can buy ten off homes. Gotcha. That's not happening, and that's not going to happen. Okay, yeah, we learned our lesson. That's too bad. Yeah, I should buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I got to say, what a fun real estate hour. I got to thank Mark, our production director. Thank Carly once again for doing a great job. And thank our outstanding expert contributors today, that being Mike Calvert. Um, You've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld. Next week, we'll have another wonderful hour for you. Our guests are going to be Steve Kitnick and Rick Senemy. 
Um, if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, just call me off air or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, LV Real Estate Radio. Like and follow us on social media, our handle being at LV Real Estate Radio. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us this week. Remember, while we seek to educate, empower, and engage with you, we want you to learn, understand, and then act. We'll meet you on the radio next Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on 101.5 KDON.